Welcome back to Otani Comes to America. This is the first official episode. Thank you to everyone who listened to the intro. For this episode, we're going to give some background on Otani's time in Japan before he came over to America for Major League Baseball. Otani went to a high school in northern Japan. It was called Hanamaki Higashi High School. Fluent. And <laughs> and he was already a great player in high school. I think he had like the record for the fastest pitch um, at like 99 miles per hour for a high schooler, which is... Pretty crazy. Like, that's a strong arm for a high school player. For a major league player, too, which is <laughs> ridiculous. But this guy was, like, 17. Like, major league baseball players, like, the pitchers don't even... Yeah, there's, like, an elite few that do that. Maybe, like, 20 pitchers. Half of them are probably, like, relief pitchers that only throw one, two innings a game. Right after high school, he actually wanted to go to the MLB right away. And he even announced afterwards in October 2012 that he would do it. And he almost did. And then he got drafted by this team who's pretty well known in Japan called the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. Ooh. Damn, dude. <laughs> you studied abroad in Japan or something. So this team in Japan, the Nippon Ham Fighters, they drafted him even though... He had said he was going to go to the MLB, and then they talked for like over a month, and eventually Otani decided he was going to stay in Japan for a few years. Otani was actually uh, given the jersey number 11, which was Yu Darvish's number while he played for the same team in Japan. The Japan Baseball League is basically the second best league in the world. It's called the NPB stands for kev you want to say it nippon professional baseball locals also have their own name for the npb puro yaku which basically means professional baseball so otani started out in 2013 in that season he played right field and pitched which was the first time a rookie ever drafted out of high school in japan started as both a pitcher and a position player how old was he he was 18, 18. <laughs> which is crazy. The first year, even though he didn't play that amazing, he was still selected for the All-Star game. He had that like hype behind him, kind of like what we had with uh, Trout and Bryce Harper. And he ended up playing a limited amount of games that season because of some injuries. He played 51 games out of 144, which the U.S. plays 163 and then the next year, 2014, that was more of a full season for him. He played again as an outfielder and a pitcher, and he was selected again to the All-Star game that year. During the All-Star game, he actually broke another record. In the bottom of the first, he threw a pitch that was 101. Just for reference, I think... I remember reading that the Japan like average fastball is like... 88 or 89 them seeing 101 miles per hour is probably something most players hadn't seen in december after that 2014 season he became the second player out of high school in npb history to reach 100 million yen a year which comes out to 927,000 us dollars 
Mm-mm-mm. which isn't even that crazy yeah. for a U.S. player. And that was more than triple his previous salary, which was like 30 million yen, which is about 278,000 U.S. dollars. In 2015, his pitching was among the best in the league, but his hitting wasn't there. Doesn't matter when <laughs> you're special in both areas. Yeah, when you're doing both, it kind of makes up for it. He had an ERA of 2.24, which, if you don't know the numbers, is pretty damn good. He had 196 strikeouts. And he didn't play outfield that much that year, but he did DH sometimes. And for those who don't know, DH is like designated hitter, which is basically you're only hitting, you're not playing the field. In 2015, he finished third in MVP voting for the second year in a row. And they also have this thing in Japan called the Best Nine Awards, which is basically at each position they give an award to the best player in that position in both leagues, the Pacific League, which he played in, and the Central League. And those awards are given by a pool of journalists. And he won that for pitcher in 2015. And then 2016, boy, oh boy. Breakout year. He went from a pretty good hitter and pitcher combo to an amazing pitcher and an amazing hitter in the same season. In 104 games, he hit 22 home runs, 18 doubles, had 67 RBIs, and a 322 batting average. Like if you're in the in MLB, if your batting average is above 300, that's considered pretty good. Yeah. And 22 home runs, especially for a pitcher like a two-way player. Yeah, and that's only like in 382 plate appearances. In the U.S., players got close to 600 if you play a full healthy season. And, you know, the, only the, the good and elite go close to mid-20s and past 20s every year. And then with pitching, he had a 1.86 ERA, which is... <laughs> You don't see that. Yeah, those are like uh, relief pitcher numbers. And again, relief pitchers only pitch one or two innings a game. So, And Kev, you want to break down ERA for the people at home who don't know? ERA. ERA is earned run average. It's a weird math equation that calculates how many earned runs you give in. Earned runs means runs that... A pitcher gives up without errors or anything accounted. It would have to be actual hits, you know, like singles, doubles, home runs, triples. Um, and then they, like, divide it by the amount of innings you pitch, and the calculation gives you the the number. Anything really, like, under 350 is good. You really want to be between 2 and 3, which is where, like, the elite pitchers are. But again, Otani was at 1.86. <laughs> also for pitching, he struck out 174 batters in 140 innings. And he threw four complete games and a shutout. And how old was he? 21. <laughs> 21, 21, 21. So he was a star of professional baseball at 21. Like one of the best in Japan easily. And again, like what can we compare that to? Not that we're comparing the actual people, but when it comes to like a phenom like that, we've had Jeter, A-Rod, Griffey, Bryce Harper, probably count them in one hand. He won 
that Best Nine award for both pitcher and DH. No one else had ever won an award as both a pitcher and a hitter. So he was literally making history. And he won the Home Run Derby that year also. And to top off the regular season where Altani killed, his team went to the postseason 2016 and basically helped the team get a championship both with pitching and DHing. So after that season, he had kind of a quiet 2017, partially because of injuries. He only played 65 games and didn't have a whole lot of memorable stats. And then in September, he made the announcement that he was finally going to come over to the MLB. And now he's a 23-year-old rookie in Major League Baseball. And that pretty much wraps up his Japan background. One more cool thing. Go to YouTube and look up the video of him hitting a home run so high that it literally went through the ceiling of the Tokyo Dome. Like a bullet. So now that we've given some background and context for those who don't know or those who didn't know the whole story, next week we'll talk about his first month in the majors and then... After that, we'll go week by week of updates on how he's doing and other random stories or games around his career and life and so forth. So should be fun. Yeah, you'll get the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny. And we might even be seeing Otani pitch this upcoming week against the Yankees. Fingers crossed. We don't know for sure yet, but it could happen. I'm your host, Jack. And I am Kev. And thanks for listening. This is Otani Comes to America, the end of episode one. Peace.